Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot and today I am joined by one of my wonderful clients who's going to chat to us a little bit more about what she did with me, how we work together. So first of all, I'm going to say hello, Cheryl. How are you? Hi, Lisa. I'm brilliant. Thank you. And you are sat for the late for people that are listening. You are sat in the most wonderful sunny garden. I can see behind you in Spain. And for those who are list- who are watching on YouTube, they can see it. But um, you are one of my wonderful clients because you said something to me once, and this is why we're gonna we're gonna do this today. And you said you didn't realize you needed me until you needed me. So do, just kind of explain a little bit about that for for the listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I know it sounds a bit mad, doesn't it? So <laughs> I, I, um, a friend of mine actually was doing a photo shoot, and you helped her pull some outfits together for this branding photo shoot. And I thought, oh, that's very, very decadent. You know, lucky you. Um, that'd be a nice thing to do. And I thought, well, I don't need any. I've got shed loads of clothes. I certainly don't need somebody. Um, to take me personal shopping and buy me some more clothes because I've got too many as it is. Um, But on that day, I was looking for something in my wardrobe because I had a work meeting, having spent 99% of my life at home doing Zoom calls and just thinking about what I had on my top half. All of a sudden, I had to be seen in the office. And I pulled out about half a dozen different outfits and kind of hung them around the room and thought, well, yeah, I quite like that. And I quite like, oh, gosh, I don't even know if that still fits me. And I'm looking through this wardrobe and I really before I known it, before I knew it, two hours had gone by. And I thought, God, this is mad. I'm just going into the office. It's no big deal. And I actually found it quite overwhelming. And I thought life's changed. Things have moved on. Everything I've got here is really structured. We're not this formal in the office anymore. I don't want to chuck it all out. What am I going to do? So that was what made me think, actually, we could have a conversation. And I knew I didn't want to go shopping. I had this thing in my head about personal shoppers take you shopping. So I knew I didn't want more. But actually, we then talked and I talked about the kind of overwhelm of everything I've got. And I had made a decision in my head that if I could lose a proportion and and keep what was more practical for me for my world now, because, you know, some of the stuff in my wardrobe is so well looked after. And because my wardrobe's broad, you wear things less often. So it doesn't get 
worn and scruffy. So actually I keep everything. And I thought, crikey, I don't even know if it all fits me. So we then started our plan to make everyday life easier and, and help me have a different mindset, I think, to my wardrobe. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, like you said, some people think that a personal stylist or a personal shopper only goes shopping, but there is so much more to it. And I think, you know, ladies have, they're very busy. Women are very busy, just generally, whether you're at home, whether you're working. And the wardrobe is almost the last thing that if anybody spends a a dedicated amount of time looking at. So suddenly the wardrobe gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you lose sight really of what's in it. Um, Did you find um, that you used to buy in certain ways? So did you buy definitely like similar garments, Mm. just in different colours? Yeah, it was always a standing joke with my husband because he doesn't mind shopping. <laughs> he used to come shopping with me and I'd pick something up and I'd go, I love this. And he'd say, yeah, that's because you've got about 10 of them already. <laughs> <laughs> and and I would do exactly that. I would try something on. And if I really loved it, I'd buy all the colours because I'm indeci- I was indecisive. It's funny, I'm not indecisive as a person or about or at work, incredibly indecisive about clothes. So if if I loved something, I love bright colours and they had it in red, orange and pink, I'd think, well, I like all of those. I'll have to have them all. So then I'd buy them all. Yes. Yeah. Which is bonkers. And I think the other thing that I did a lot of, and I would then like the red one best, so I would only ever wear the red one because you can't wear all three at the, at the same time. So I, I think the other thing that I did a lot of was I would buy things for a purpose. I would buy a dress for a wedding and then I'd only wear that dress for a wedding or I'd buy a suit for an important client meeting or for a, a an interview. And then I'd think of it as my interview suit. So it would only ever be worn for one purpose. Um, and I must have done that. If you look at my, if you looked at my wardrobe, my yeah, old yeah. wardrobe, I must have done that a hundred times over. And then I have this guilt feeling that I've spent so much money on these clothes that I can't chuck them out. So I have to keep them. Um, And that's the mindset, even if you don't wear them. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting because obviously when I first came to your wardrobe and, you know, I I came and and we looked around and obviously we, we set you up on the online wardrobe as well. So I came and I took the photographs. What was really interesting for me, I remember you know, I sat down with you to, to start with and we had a nice coffee and I talked to you about the style personalities, etc. And, you know, you are, you do have a quirky side to you, whether it's the print or the colour or the shoes, etc. And there was some of your wardrobe, because there was historical items in there that didn't actually reflect the person that you are. And I yeah. remember saying to you, um, what what did you use to wear that for? And you'd say, oh, no, no, that, that was my work suit. And it was really interesting. You, in your in your mind, had categorised that suit for that purpose. And like, yeah. like you've just said, but some of it didn't really reflect who you were as a person. You almost, you know, took on a, an alter ego 
for work, which was it has to be formal, but actually, which is why sometimes you didn't wear that suit because you opted for something else that felt felt more like you. Yeah, it was really interesting because you had the most, and you still have the most amazing wardrobe, but it just wasn't working for you in the lifestyle that you are now. Yeah, and I think the other really interesting thing, Lisa, is when when we had been through item by item, there was a real theme to the things that we took out. Yes, and they were um, they were things. They tended to be things that weren't fitted or structured. And really, for me, when I look at them now, some of them were actually quite shapeless. And I hadn't considered the shape. I'd gone to them like a magpie because they had fancy sleeves, quirky sleeves or a bit of back detail or they were I loved the colour. And I didn't even consider the shape. And you'd say to me, why don't you wear that? And I'd say, oh, because it's got a really high neck and it makes me look really full chested or, you know, whatever the reason was, I would say, oh, 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 no, I don't wear that. And then some things you'd pull out and I'd go, I love that. I love that. That's one of my favourites. But I would still not wear my favourites too frequently. And I think that's because of this compartmentalising thing Mm -hmm. that I did And I think one of my biggest takeaways now is that I'm, well, I'll call it braver. You probably don't because you do this every every day. But for me, I make braver choices with how I wear things. So I'd buy a suit. I would only wear a suit with a shirt, with heels, etc. Now I'll I'll wear a suit and I'll dress it down with a t-shirt and trainers. And if I feel it's too dressed down, I'll stick some jewelry on or or a scarf on or you know a quirky handbag strap or or whatever, um, so that I feel like it's got a bit of me in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I just I just wouldn't have done any of that kind of deconstructing of what the outfit should look like in my mind yeah do you know what I've done it yeah and and do you know what I it sticks in my mind more when you messaged me that time and you said to me um I'm going for a job interview can you help me create some outfits and I said yeah "Yeah, absolutely and I obviously I, I have all your wardrobe on the online wardrobe anyway and I went in and I created the outfits and they were very you you know, they were very you. They rep- So I knew you'd feel confident in the job interview. And I remember you coming back to me and saying, oh, I would never have worn this as an outfit. <laughs> I'd have worn my formal grey suit. And I said, yes, but it doesn't reflect who you are from a confidence yeah. level too. And you said, I'm going to wear that one, that one that you've done for me. I'm going to wear it. And then bless you, you messaged me and said, I got the job. And I was like, oh, my goodness, because for me, that is so powerful because, you know, I created the outfit that represented you. And this then leads us very nicely almost into the identity situation, doesn't it? Because identity and as women, I think sometimes we lose a little bit of our identity depending on what life throws at us along the way. And I think your identity was very much as well about your shoes wasn't it yeah yeah and it's funny because a lot changed in 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 my life in a short period of time so I had I always wore um very 
structured business dress. And I always, because of that, it was often black suits, navy suits, skirt suits, dress suits, trouser suits, very often black, navy, grey um, planes. And so I would always wear snazzy shoes. If I wore, you know, if I wore a, a black dress and jacket, I'd wear red shoes or, you know, I'd, I had every colour heels under the sun, every colour, always high heels, always court shoes, very often patterned shoes, multicoloured, etc. Um, and then in 2016, I was, I had a, big reaction to a to a vaccine and I was really poorly and within a month of that happening I was while I was still poorly I um, had to have an emergency hysterectomy so it launched me overnight into menopause and so my body battling the two things at the same time um, had a bit of an autoimmune shutdown and I developed um, fibromyalgia so all of this stuff together meant that I had some time out of work and that massively battered my confidence. Yep. Um, but it also massively impacted what I was comfortable wearing because even my skin hurt, you know, my muscles, my joints, even my skin was sore. So all of a sudden structured clothing, heels, because I, I ne didn't even do casual very well. So even in my downtime, if I wore a pair of jeans, I would always wear a pair of jeans with heeled boots or whatever. So I had to change the way that I dressed, which I really wasn't comfortable with. And I felt like I was sort of losing a bit of my identity. So um, I, I I think for me and confidence, you know, if, if, if you do something or you have something that's kind of your feature, it boosts your confidence a bit. And I think that, that one of the things, one, one of the huge things for me with our interactions is I learned to retain my own identity by doing something different. You know, you evolve when you're 30, you, you're, what you wear, what you look good in and so on can be very different than when you're in your late 50s. And, you know, much of my wardrobe was from when I was 30, 40, etc. So what I was looking for now, and of course, we then had lockdown and we then, um, you know, have the whole world of teams meetings and being on a screen and wanting to be comfortable, but still look tidy and so on. So I think, you know, for me, that being able to retain my identity but evolve as I'm getting older and still be able to be comfortable a bit quirky um doesn't always have to be with you know structure and high heels I've I've I do it now with um you know with color or with comfortable things that are still a bit different perhaps um but yeah that was massively important to me um and I've lost nothing by by losing um wearing heels every day yeah it's it's so interesting isn't it because I think you know change can be hard no matter yeah. you know we we talk about you know in in a big corporate organization we talk about embracing change but but for us to sometimes go to know what we know we need to make that change 
But I always say, you don't have to do it all in one go. We do it in baby steps. Yeah. And and I think, you know, you and I worked together with your wardrobe over almost a three-month period, didn't we? We didn't do all of it in one go. We did, you know, trousers and dresses in one go. Then we did tops and shirts in another. Then we, then we did shoes all on their own because your <laughs> shoe collection is just stunning, I have to say. But <laughs> it's really interesting how it's baby steps. So, yeah. you know... Then, then then change doesn't become as difficult because we're doing it kind of one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. If you try and do it in one massive go, then the overwhelm comes in because it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. But actually, if you suddenly say to, you know, someone like yourself, you know what, just swap those shoes for this. Mm-hmm. Just try that top with that trouser. You don't have to do it everything in one go, just gradual and when and then actually what happens is you build the confidence to go oh actually like you just said I'm going to wear that suit with that t-shirt whereas normally I'd have worn it with a shirt because then and also I think to take into account not only your change but the world has changed since the pandemic Everything in a a business world is definitely more casual. Even Mm -hmm. if you're working in the city, you're not as formally structured as you used to be. And that's where also a lot of ladies are thinking, right, how can I adapt the style that I used to have to now work with the the, the office and the workplace because it is slightly different. But it's so important that you don't lose your identity. But some ladies feel they they do, but it's just about incorporating it back. I mean, I have to say, I'm just sitting there thinking, I think we probably took out a good 25%, if not more, of your wardrobe, didn't we? Yeah, definitely. And actually, with the confidence to make changes I've refined it further now so I've done more um and you know that's a bit of a win-win as well because you always feel good with with kind of I suppose having the courage to then carry Mm -hmm. on and do it yourself because one of the things with me was initially was I didn't want to be judged you know you think my god you've got all this stuff and I felt really ungrateful because I thought I've got all this stuff and I'm not wearing it Well, so my next step with the stuff that I'd removed then was for, you know, some of it went on Vinted, some of it went to charity shops. I've got a a bunch of friends who are the same size. I love this story. (laughs) I love this one. (laughs) They think it's Christmas. They absolutely think it's Christmas. There's about four or five of them. And, um, and we quite literally have a couple of bottles of wine. Everybody gets in, digs into the bagfuls of stuff and chooses what they're going to have and it's funny because I've got one friend that really likes girly frilly things and and I've got another friend who'll only wear things that are very straight and classic so even when I'm sorting through now I go okay so that will be fine for Jan and that will be good (laughs) for Kasha and it's really funny because you, you do you actually think like that now um And yeah, everybody gets down with a bottle of wine and sorts through and they go home feeling like all their Christmases have come at once and whatever they don't have or doesn't fit, um, 
then goes to the charity shop. So mm. it's a it's a win for everybody. And it's a great excuse for a social evening as well. Yeah, yeah. But you're paying forward. So the whole yeah. process that you've gone through, and I was thinking about it, I think I started working with you in about November 2022. So yeah. we're, we're probably yeah. like, you know, seven, eight months down the line, and we continue to work together. Um, so as, as kind of the final part of, of our podcast today, if if somebody else was in your shoes, which you were seven months ago, eight months ago, what would you recommend they did? Because obviously, the when we started talking about it, we said, you know, you didn't know you needed me until you knew you needed me kind of thing. So I probably kind of put you on the spot. But if yeah, if someone was sitting there now thinking, gosh, that that's me, what would you suggest? So I I think the thing that I found really helpful was just to have that initial chat was we just had, I think we had 15 minutes. We just had a a quick touch point where I almost did that. I don't want this and I don't want that. And I don't want this rather than this is what my challenge is. So, so I, I would say don't assume that, that something is, um, there for a different purpose you know my my interpretation was you would have a program of um, touch points that might might not fit my need and it absolutely hasn't been anything like that so we had a catch-up and then I said honest you gave me the option of doing stuff remotely and I said honestly my wardrobe it plural are overwhelming um <laughs> You got, you'd have to come and see it for yourself. And so we did, didn't we? You came yeah, yeah, over yeah. and we I kind of went, I don't know where to start. Um, and the really important thing for me was I thought I, I didn't want to feel judged. And actually, it's not that way at all. And we've built up a great friendship. Actually. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's so lovely. I've I've saved so much time. So I would say for people to make a 15 minute dis- or 10 minute or whatever discovery call, can save you so much time and when I have a stressful situation like a customer pitch on the other side of the world when I can't even think about what the weather's going to be like there let alone what to wear I can just ping off a message and say I'm going to Dubai in July it's going to be 50 degrees help it it's, takes away one of the real major problems um but that said, if I wasn't working and I didn't have to be going all over the place, um, I still would have had enormous benefit from this because um, you evolve, you you change, your needs change, the world changes, and we don't always adapt as readily with it on our own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It has been a pleasure talking to you today. Um, So thank you, Cheryl, so much for your time. Thank you for your insight into the consultations that you went through. And I hope everybody enjoyed the story because it is an amazing story. Um, And thank you to everybody for listening. And we will see you all next week. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.